Hello, and welcome to a podcast for the Lancet Child and Adolescent Health. I'm Gavin Cleaver. We've got a new online first paper out today, January 7th, 2019, about preterm infants in single rooms. I'm delighted to be joined on the line today from the Netherlands by the paper's authors, Dr. Sophie van der Schuur and Dr. Nicole van Venendaal. Could you please tell us what are some of the main issues that preterm babies face in general? A preterm baby is categorized as a baby born before 37 weeks of gestation. Uh, and worldwide, nearly 15 million infants are born preterm. And they are normally classified into different groups. So we have the extremely preterm infants, less than 28 weeks. Very preterm infants, uh, 28 to 32 weeks. And moderate to late preterm infants, 32 to 37 weeks. And most preterm births occur in the late preterm stage, so between 34 and 36 weeks. And the difficulties a preterm infant uh, has as a result of not having had enough time to develop in the womb. While not all preterm infants experience complication, being born, born too early can cause short-term but also long-term health problems. Generally, the earlier a baby is born, the higher the risk of complications. Birth weight plays an important role too. Because of their immaturity, these infants need to be hospitalized in a special neonatal care department, often referred to as a NICU. The first weeks, the complication of preterm birth may include breathing problems. So preterm infants may have troubles breathing due to an immature respiratory system. They can suffer from brain problems. Preterm infants have a risk of bleeding in the brain, known as intraventricular hemorrhage. And this risk is higher in the group of extremely preterm infants. They, ha- they might suffer from temperature control problems. So preterm infants can lose body heat rapidly. Other problems they might ensure is gastrointestinal problems because they have immature gastrointestinal systems. And before the age of 33 weeks, most infants are not able to drink by their own mouth and therefore receive feeding via a gastric tube. Then we have also immune system problems. So an underdeveloped immune system um, can lead to a higher risk of infection. And then we have the long-term complications. Uh, I will summarize. So there might be impaired learning. They might develop cerebral palsy or they they also have an increased risk auditory or visual problems like uh, retinopathy retinopathy of the prematurity is of interest and it's a potentially blind eye disorder and we also have behavioral and psychological problems. So what can parents do when their preterm baby is hospitalized? We know for sure that the birth of a preterm infant uh, can have a great emotional impact on the parents especially when the hospital stay is long And due to the setting of the modern neonatal ward, parents cannot always be together with their infants. Infants are usually cared for in open bay units, with several patients admitted to the same ward. They are also lined up next to each other. Usually, these infants are cared for by the nurses, while parents visit the department. And parents are often also considered visitors to the department by the healthcare professionals. Due to the setting, parents cannot stay all day because, for instance, there's no comfortable chair to sit in or there's no bed to sleep in. However, when parents are present, they can help nurses take care of the infants on the ward. Parents can help with bathing, feeding, changing diapers, and other parts of neonatal care. And importantly, 
Tangle or skin to skin care is one of a very important thing that parents can do for their child during his or her stay in the neonatal ward. However, parents can still feel quite helpless and uncomfortable due to the setting of the ward with all uh, other ill children and their parents on the same ward. And also with the sounds, the high technology of machines attached to their uh, infants, you can maybe imagine that this is an environment that can pose a lot of stress and reduce the emotional and physical closeness you, that you would otherwise uh, be able to have uh, when your baby is with you at home. What is important to note that as recently a parent participation program, the fixed care, was evaluated in a cluster randomized trial showing beneficial outcomes for parents and their infants if parents were present in the ward for at least a minimum amount of time. So there's a movement also to involving parents more and more in the care of their infants. For instance, by educating, educating the parents and by also educating the nurses and in the importance of the care by the parents during the hospital stay in the neonatal ward. Single family rooms might facilitate parent participation and physical and emotional closeness in the neonatal care as parents can be in the department more often and also can sleep in the department. It would be that parent participation is the factor that influences the outcome of parents and their infants. However, that was not consciously measured in all the studies that we have found. And we need to address this in, uh, issue in future research. Hmm, some interesting, interesting advice there. So what prompted your systematic review and meta-analysis on the potential beneficial role of single rooms on the health of preterm infants? So we noticed a movement in the neonatal field to build actually these single family rooms uh, for this vulnerable patient population and admitting one infant per room and enabling the parents to be present continuously also during the night. And um, as admitting infants to the neonatal ward and caring for them is part of our daily practice, and we wondered if the hospital setting actually had influence on outcomes in these infants. And we heard some sounds in our professional environment that single-family rooms might actually be detrimental for the neurodevelopment of these infants. And we wondered if that was actually true and if we could find the evidence for that. Um, so we went about very roughly through the literature and what we found was that a previous review study in preterm infants actually found that interventions including parents enhanced neurodevelopment in this vulnerable patient group. However, they did not assess uh, the influence of the environment and single family rooms. Also, we were very interested in short-term outcomes in this vulnerable patient group and we found a Cochrane review that uh, analyzed the effect of rooming in on breastfeeding rates, but this is only limited to healthy term infants. And we also found another review um, that also discussed some published research, but that really did not assess outcomes in preterm infants specifically, and they definitely did not provide meta-analyses. So along the way, uh, our question actually expanded and resulted in us doing this review. And we wanted to perform this to determine the effect of our setting of hospitalization in single rooms versus open bay units. And primarily, of course, on a long-term neurodevelopmental outcome, as it is very important. Uh, we also looked at secondary outcomes, um, which are all problems that are quite common in preterm infants, and we wanted to evaluate if the setting actually had influence on that or not. Hmm. Well, so tell us then, what were some of the main findings of your study? 
So we actually did a systematic review and we found 13 distinct study populations with almost 5,000 patients in 25 papers. And actually five different papers assessed the influence of single rooms on short and long-term neurodevelopment. And three papers included moderate long-term follow-up data. And um, they evaluated neurodevelopment at the corrected age of 18 to 24 months. And we did not find a difference in long-term neurodevelopmental outcome. Um, but this is only assessed in a very small population of extremely preterm infants. So these infants are um, born before a gestational age of 29 weeks and had very low birth weights. However, we did find other significant uh, findings. So uh, we found that there were less sepsis events. Um, during hospital stay, um, they were reduced with one sepsis event per thousand hospital days in single family rooms in our analysis. And overall, infants had almost half the risk of developing sepsis during hospital stay. And you can imagine that this is very important for this vulnerable patient population. Um, and also, we found higher amounts of exclusive breastfeeding at discharge for preterm infants. And breastfeeding is very important for these infants, specifically for preterm infants, as this is also associated with better outcomes in the short and longer term. So tell us a little bit more about the current situation in terms of single rooms in different parts of the world. Where, where are they currently reality? So this is a very interesting question, but uh, unfortunately not a part of our project. And we are trying to address this in another research project. However, we did find that all studies that were conducted were done in the developed world. So for instance, in the United States, Australia, and Europe. And this might implicate that it is specifically an intervention that is done in the developed world um, because it might be very expensive also for hospitals. You need more space for single rooms but we really do not have that answer to this question yet. Well, so following on from that, then what are some of the biggest challenges in implementing single rooms for preterm infants? Uh, Policy-wise, probably the cost would be uh, the biggest challenge. Uh, it might cost a lot more to build these single family rooms for preterm infants, as you need more space to build and to have room for the infant and also the facility for the parents. And also when building and constructing these single rooms, you will need uh, input also from your medical team, especially the nurses and the parents. Uh, and this depends, of course, on the level of care uh, of the different types of preterm infants, if it's a level two or a level three unit. And nurses will uh, have to be willing to work in another setting than they were used to uh, work previously. And also with the parents potentially being present more, you will all have to be willing to have a new mindset that parents will be around a lot more. And even though we could not measure this in our review, we did find that several studies found more parental presence in single rooms. And this requires the medical team to collaborate with the parents and, and the opportunity for the parents to stay with their infant and contributing to the care for their infant. So this might result in more training of the parents to be a parent and to perform shared decision-making, to be present in the medical rounds and really empower parents and their infants. And above all, we think that just the single room is not the only factor for a better outcome in parents and preterm infants, but may aid in the presence and participation of parents during NICU stay and therefore maybe help in better outcomes for the parents and their infants. 
Yeah, well, it's a really interesting systematic review that I think uh, everyone involved with preterm infants should should give a read, and you can read it online now at thelancet.com under the Lancet Child and Adolescent Health. Sophie van der Schur and Nicole van Veenendaal, thank you so much for your time today. Thank, thank you. you very much.